Hey, how's it going today, guys? This is Brandon, one half of the Football Frame of Mind podcast. We're here today to do an NFL Week 5 preview. Really excited to do that with you guys. But before we go any further, I just want to give a shout out to Cam, all the hard work he puts in, all the ideas he brings to the table, all the editing he does on our audio and our video. We just want to shout him out and just say thank you for all the hard work you do. As well as we just want to thank Off the Ball Network once again just for giving us an opportunity to reach more and more fans on a different platform. Thank you for the opportunity and we just hope that this partnership continues to grow and that we can continue to reach fans and continue to put out great and awesome content going forward. Now if we're going into NFL Week 5, there, in my opinion... Some lackluster matchups. There are some good games that we'll probably get into like maybe a four games or so, just based on, I guess, where things fall. But if we're just going to start with my first game, I want to talk about the Houston Texans going to Atlanta to take on the Falcons. Uh, interesting matchup. Uh, both of these teams are sitting at two and two, kind of in the thick of things in their divisions. The Falcons are right there in second place behind Tampa Bay. Uh, as you guys know, New Orleans dropped their game last week. They dropped to third place while the Panthers are 0-4 at the bottom of the NFC South. And then if we check out the Houston Texans, man, they are in the thick of things in the AFC South, man. All four of these teams are sitting at 2-2. Two and two. I want to say Houston might be sitting in second, if I'm not mistaken. But if we're just looking at it from a matchup perspective, uh, both Talented teams. Both have really good players on each team. Uh, man, I'm going to go back to Houston again, man. I'm really high on the Texans. Uh, I really like what C.J. Stroud has been doing. I love his development. I like how he's poised, the throws he's making, man. He was pro-ready from even his last year at Ohio State, man. And I know he's had a lot of doubters, but I think he's been playing really well. As well as, let's just go through some of his weapons. You have Damian Pierce in the backfield. You have Devin Singletary. But let's talk about this receiving core, man. Yeah, you have Dalton Schultz at tight end. But, man, you've got Tank Dell. You've got Robert Woods. You've got Nico Collins. You have an explosive offense, and they've shown that this far. C.J. Stroud has no problem spreading the ball out. And just taking the top off of defenses, man. You've seen what they did to Pittsburgh last week. He looks really good. Uh, if I'm looking at the Atlanta Falcons, also another good young team. Desmond Ritter is trying to come into his own and develop and try to cement himself as maybe their starter going through after this year. Uh, B. John Robinson looks really good so far in his rookie year. Really talented in the pass game and the run game. He can pass block and run block, all that good stuff. Uh, my concern with the Falcons are that uh, they're not utilizing Kyle Pitts at all. You have a freak athlete at tight end who's really fast, can catch the ball. I don't know necessarily what's going on with Arthur Smith and them down there, but he's only had like 19 targets and what we're in week five. I don't know what's going on with them, man. You need to get him involved, man, because – I don't know if that Falcons offense can go blow for blow at the Texans. I mean, the Texans dropped 30 on Pittsburgh's defense last week. And I just, I'm, I don't know if I'm sold if Atlanta can go for blow for blow and be able to score with Houston. Although I think it'll be a really good matchup between a, a couple of really good young teams. If I had to put money on it, I'm more, more than likely going in with Houston. Just based on what that offense has been able to do, the defense doesn't look that bad either, man. They look young, they look hungry, and they just look like they want to play for D'Amico Ryans, man. Uh, you can't go wrong when you have a young team that wants to win and wants to establish a culture and just wants to do the things right. 
Uh, but I would not be surprised if Atlanta could pull this game out. But if I'm going with my gut, I'm going to say that Houston Texans pull this one out. Now, if we're going to go with our next matchup, I'm talking about the 4-0 Eagles going to L.A. to play the Rams. Uh, the Rams are sitting at 2-2. Two two. The Eagles are 4-0. They're one of the hottest teams right now. I think there are only two undefeated teams left with them and the Niners sitting at 4-0. Uh, no, I don't know. This is not necessarily just going to be a one-sided game. Uh, the Rams have really had a surgence of young players this year. Uh, obviously, you know, they have Matthew Stafford. They have Cooper Cup, but man, Nakua at receiver and Kyron Williams at running back, dude, they've been awesome. Nakua for sure has just been a big time breakout player, just taking over in that pass game where they've been lacking at. And Kyron Williams has put up really good numbers too, especially for a rookie. I've got Williams on my fantasy team, and he's been performing really well for me up to this point. Uh, the Rams are just in a weird state right now. Uh, they're sitting at two and two. I don't see them being able to compete with Philadelphia. I think Philadelphia is really, really talented on defense. And I just don't see the Rams being able to contain Jalen Hurts, DeAndre Swift, A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith. They're loaded on offense, guys. Uh, I think L.A. will give them an okay game for a little while, but I don't see this one being close. I see the Eagles winning this game and moving on to be 5-0. and Uh We'll see what happens with the Rams as we get further into the season. But, man, just like I've said before, the Eagles are the favorite coming out of the NFC for sure. Uh, Going into this next game, I think this game could be a trap game for the home team. And that game is Jacksonville at Buffalo. Uh, I know Jacksonville is in that same division as Houston. They're both sitting at two and two, like I mentioned earlier. Uh, Buffalo's coming off of a big win over the Miami Dolphins last week where I don't know if many people were picking Buffalo to really beat a team that Miami was hot. They were 3-0, looking really good, dropping 70 points on Denver. And uh, I think it's a good matchup. I, I mean, dude, Jacksonville, people don't realize Jacksonville's got weapons. They have Trevor Lawrence at quarterback. You have ETN in the backfield. You have Evan Ingram. You have Calvin Ridley, who looks like he's starting to get really comfortable in this offense and catching the ball from Tila. I mean, they're dangerous, man. They're not bad. You have guys on defense. You have Josh Allen and them guys running things on defense. Uh, I mean, I think they're a lot better than what their record is. But I think Buffalo's a really good team, too, man. I mean, look, you still have Allen. You still have Diggs. You still have Gabe Davis, Dalton Kincaid, Dawson Knox, those guys like Milano, Von Miller and guys on defense. I think it's a really good matchup. I mean, it probably favors the Bills because it's a home game. But, I mean, anything could happen, man. I could see Jacksonville going into Buffalo and stunning the Bills only off of the account of I think Jacksonville's offense can be really explosive if they get hot. And we don't know if Buffalo's going to be kind of on a high after beating Miami and containing that offense. Like I said last week, man, they contained Waddle and Tyreek Hill for less than 100 yards each. They both had what, like maybe 50 yards, give or take. But, man, like I could see the Bills maybe still feeling on that a little bit. Maybe the smell in their roses is a little too much. And I could see Jacksonville getting hot and going blow for blow and maybe being able to outscore Buffalo. I don't know. Uh, my gut's telling me the Bills will probably win at home just because they're just – I think they've got a better roster overall. But when I really sit down and look at it, Jacksonville is a shot. So I really wouldn't count them out. I think it'll be a really good competitive game. 
Uh, but I'm going to go out on a limb and I say I'll go with the upset. I think Jacksonville pulls this one out, but I don't think it's anything more than seven points. And I've got one more game I want to go over. Uh, probably the best matchup of this week. Like I said, uh, there's not really a bunch of really good matchups, but this one's got to be the best. And I'm talking about Dallas sitting at 3-1, and one, going to the West Coast to play the 49ers, who are sitting at 4-0. and oh. uh, This is a really cool matchup. Uh, the 49ers are playing really well. It seems like things are really clicking for them on offense and defense, man. Uh, their offense is prolific. Between Purdy and freaking McCaffrey and IU, Kittle, Samuel, you go to defense, you've got Bosa, you've got Warner, you've got Javon Hargrave. Dude, that I'm going to keep saying it until the – oh, man, it's just they are loaded from top to bottom. But I don't want to discount Dallas, man. They're 3-1. and one. They've only got one loss on the year. you still got Dak. You've got CD. You've got Tony Pollard. Yeah, you have a few injuries here and there, but I don't – I don't necessarily know how to gauge this game. I don't want to just write Dallas off because I think Dallas has always been, especially in recent years, has been a really good team in the regular season. Uh, I'm just not fully sold on Dallas, and I don't know what's going on. Yeah, they're sitting at 3-1, and one, but we don't really know what's going on behind the scenes. And we've had this, me and Cam have had this discussion before. Uh, I think the Cowboys have a good roster for sure. Uh, we're not even in playoff time yet, and I'm thinking ahead, but... Uh, Man, I just don't know if Dallas can compete with that defense. Like, I don't know how Dallas's offense is going to translate against a loaded 49ers defense. And with Diggs not playing, with him being injured and them having a few other key injuries on defense, I don't know if the Cowboys can contain that 49ers offense. I'm not saying blowout, but man, like, there's only so many people that can cover. I mean, yes, you still have Micah Parsons. You still have some other guys on that defense that can play really well and get after the quarterback. But, man, are you going to be able to stop the run game? Okay, cool. If you can stop the run game, you still have to worry about the pass because just because McCaffrey's not getting the handoff, he's a huge asset in the pass game, man. And Brandon Ayuk and Brock Purdy have looked really good together. Man, they just seem like they have a really good connection, and it doesn't look like it's slowing down anytime soon. And I know I kind of got on George Kittle for his performance last week, but, man, like he's a great red zone threat. And he can take over games if you leave him open and you give him space. So, I mean, I think Dallas has got a good team. I just don't think I'm sold that Dallas can contain that offense. 49ers defense is elite, and, man, their offense is clicking, and I don't see it slowing down. I'm going to keep seeing them getting better and better. I've got the 49ers improving the 5-0, and and I've got them winning this game as well. Oh, man. Uh, and they've got some other games here and there, but it just seems like a lot of like struggling teams who are trying to get over the hump and try to get back on track. Man, I would really like to see the Panthers get a win. At some point, they're sitting at 0-4, but they've got Detroit this week. And I just don't see Detroit dropping one to Carolina. But I hope they can get things on track. I hope they're not going to get the number one pick. Man, they just drafted Bryce. But, I mean, I don't know what they're going to do if that would happen. But I guess we'll see, man. I see Green Bay is trying to figure things out. The Bears are kind of up in arms. They're sitting at 0-4, and and we're sitting there wondering, like, what are they going to do with Justin Fields? Are they going to trade him? I know they just paid him. I don't see them doing anything like that. I think it's just the media overreacting and wanting something to talk about. But, man, they definitely have a lot of interesting storylines, and I think week five will really be an interesting week for sure. And, hey, I hope that uh, it's entertaining, to say the least. But, uh, yeah, I just wanted to run through some games that you guys 
uh, once again, I just want to thank y'all for all the support, man. We're nearing 10,000 subscribers on YouTube. Uh, it's a big accomplishment. We've only been doing this for about four months, give or take. And man, we are just grateful. We're thankful for all of your love, all of your support. Man, we just thank y'all for subscribing, liking the stuff, man. Like the support has been awesome, especially from Off the Ball Network, giving us another door to be able to access more fans, give us an opportunity to make even better content, talk about more football and all these crazy different topics. If you guys aren't that familiar, maybe y'all are new, man, go check out the channel. Drop a subscription, man, because, I mean, we've got NFL content, up-to-date NFL content. We've got up-to-date college content. You can go back and watch all of our preseason predictions, us breaking down each and every NFL division, as well as us breaking down three of three or four of the main major uh, college conferences as well. We have a What If series that we've been working on pretty good. We have a bunch of top five, I think a couple top ten segments as well. And like I said last time I got on here, we're going to be starting a new open discussion series pretty much where we pick important topics or maybe controversial topics or maybe we want to talk about things from the past or things to look forward to the future and we just sit down and discuss and we figure out each other's perspective and i think it'll be a really good opportunity for you guys to jump in and really leave us some feedback give us some topics to talk about tell us where you guys think we should be thinking of all these cool and awesome things man we just it's going to be a really fun ride. So if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe, like, comment the video, and make sure to hit that, that bell notification so you don't miss a beat. Once again, thank you guys for all the love and support. Thanks for Off the Ball Network, and thanks for Cam for all his amazing work. This is Brandon with the Football Frame of Mind podcast, signing off.